Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, Anika Desai. Hi, this is Rahul. How are you? I'm good, Rahul. Uh, so, um, thanks for arranging the session. So, I got a. Can I go ahead with my question? Go ahead. Yeah. So, I got one question regarding the DS 160. In DS 160 form, at the very last section, they ask for the uh, current work visa employment uh, status. And they mm-hmm. ask for, like, who is your employer and what is your work address? Basically, where do you intend to work? So in my mm-hmm. case, I'm working with one consultancy and my client is mm-hmm. located at place one and uh, mm-hmm. my home address has been given as place of employment two in LCA. So place of employment one is basically a client address and place of employment two is basically my home address for the remote from where I'm working. So mm-hmm. what should be filled in that? Whether it should be a client address? Home where, address are you, because, where are you working? Where are you working right now? Location. Uh, I'm working from home. So all are basically in uh, in Dallas area within a close okay. 50 miles. Okay. Then give your work, uh, home location. Home location. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Next person, please. Kinjal. Hey, uh, can you hear me? Kinjal here. Yes, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Hey, uh, my question is, uh, uh, actually, I my 485 is uh, pending and... Uh, I'll have uh, 180 days completed uh, uh, this month sometime. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm exploring a couple of options uh, and uh, in work C21. Uh, so, you know, I have an option to directly join uh, the primary vendor uh, mm-hmm. as a full time, or I have an option to join uh, one of my friend's company uh, who has an escort. Mm-hmm. So what would you suggest? And if I decide to join either of them, do mm-hmm. I have to submit 485J immediately or I should wait until my priority date gets current? Right now, we're not recommending people to do the 485J supplement. Though. We, may, we may tell it at a later date. For now, we are not telling though. Because we're not seeing any denials if somebody people some people don't file the 485J supplement though. Okay. So with regards to uh, we are at this point of time telling people to file it when you get an RFE, of course, and then you go for an interview. Okay. Okay. Um coming to the question of uh, you presented another thing, whether you should join a full-time company or, or this S corporation. It's up to you. I mean, it's up to you. I mean, which one you feel is better is a job opportunity. Yeah. Now, I mean, work for uh, this corporation, they can mm-hmm. assign you to multiple clients and then you can work for two projects and three projects. But if you go with the full time, probably you'll go only with one 
or you can even work for both companies that's up to you yeah and yeah so the follow up question is that if i decide to join s corp uh, because it's one of my friends company and he's asking me to uh, join him because he wants to also grow and we mm-hmm. both work for the same client so that way he will get an additional that's up hand. to you that's up to you that's your call sir and yeah and does it matter the size of the s corp whether it has two employees three employees or 100 employees no it does not does not matter right Next okay. person, please. Yeah. Likita? Oh. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, hi, I would like to know the status of mine. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, I have completed my um, master's in Devon CPT. So my Devon mm-hmm. CPT has expired. And my right. employer has filed for uh, uh, on August 20th. Mm-hmm. and my employer Keep has going. filed for a petition uh, before the expiration of my devan cpt so currently what i have petition? no visa status what what petition h1b. did you file h1b why didn't you do premium processing oh he filed for regular why did not you request oh. for premium processing yeah that was the mistake so what i received an rfe yeah okay what does rfe says Oh, specialty occupation, because I have my yeah, bachelor's con- in aeronautical. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, convert that into premium processing. Especially if it's an aeronautical engineering and you have gone to software, though, you mm. may want to consider transferring your civil system app. Oh, uh, my my master's was in uh, ITM, information technology management, which I did during my day one CPT. Okay, then you do one thing: convert into mm. premium processing immediately, ma'am. Okay, and respond okay. to the RFE. Okay. Next person. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know uh, why you did not do pre processing before. Good man. Oh. Uh, so uh, I just want to know the current status of mine. Like, am I allowed to stay till the petition is pending? I mean, since they didn't ask you any status inquiry about it, though, yeah, you can stay. Mm. But I want you to convert into pre processing. Don't delay it. Okay. Cool. Next person. Okay, thank you. Please. Dimple. Uh, hello hi so we have a question so we recently got an rfe for our 485 to mm-hmm. submit a copy of the service of our f1 school record and um, so we have been working for h1b for 11 years and went to three universities so the second university was uh, actually shut down by immigration and the service was cancelled uh, what was the university uh, name uh, it's uh, uh, tri valley university Okay. Did you any time after going? When was the last time both of you guys went to India and came back? Uh, we went five years ago, and we came back on our H one B. Okay. Um, here is the issue, though. The USCIS official should only look into the status violations which are last entry into the United States for right now. Okay. So when you respond to the RFE, though, there is a two forty five K memo that. clearly says even if you have violated the status before they should mm-hmm. not look into that status at all so okay. the, you need to respond with that you should submit what you have and tell mm-hmm. them hey dummy you are not supposed to look into before 2015 okay 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 so then i'll uh, respond to you sure if so you want us we, to respond we, you can contact us so do we still submit the i20 from the university you did, was- you still submit to the i20 
And okay. you tell them, hey, under 245K section, they should, mm-hmm. you should only look into the status violation after your last entry. Okay. Right. I may do something tomorrow on the 245K. Watch it though on okay. YouTube. Uh, okay. Okay. On the YouTube. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Because there are okay. too Thank many so questions much. coming on that. Yeah. Next Thank question, you, please. Prashanti. Hi. Are you able to hear me? Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a dependent applicant and my I-485 is pending, but my mm-hmm. spouse, who is the primary applicant, he got his green card approved. What is his so, priority date? Uh, September 2012. Mm-hmm. So like the question is, if my spouse changes his employer, would it have any you will still impact get, you, on... It will not have any negative impact on you. On my application, right? No, ma'am, you will not have. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. And uh, we did a video just on this, that the main applicant got the green card mm-hmm. and the dependent did not get the green card. Okay. And uh, I okay. want you to watch this video. I'll, I'll uh, give it to you in the chat. Okay. Next person, please. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Karthik. Uh, hi. Um, good afternoon, Rahul. So uh, my question is, uh, my L1B extension was approved in August, 2021. Um, the petition is valid till April 2023. Um, and mm-hmm. I have been trying for a Dropbox lot for the last eight months. And I received on last Friday, uh, just this Friday. Um, given the situation, my company also was trying for L1A petition. And they they also started processing and it got filed today morning. So in this scenario, can I plan a trip to India based on my previous L1B petition? So they are moving from L1B to L1A. Correct. Uh, and uh, you are going there for stamping. When are you, when is the stamping? Uh, November 1st. November 1st. Yeah. No. So it, are they filing in premium processing or regular processing? Premium processing. Well, you can do one thing. Get the L1A approval and convert that appointment to L1A. Oh, we can do that? Yeah. But my appointment is first But uh, since it's L1B, right? L1B to L1A, it will not be eligible for Dropbox, right? You have to go for an interview. No, the, no. until this December, you're eligible for the Dropbox. December 31st, you're eligible for the Dropbox. Oh, so if the approval goes through, then I can still, I'm still eligible for um, Dropbox. If your approval Dropbox. doesn't go through, you're still eligible for Dropbox. If my approval doesn't go through, how, how does that work? Sorry. Because you are in L1Bs, right? When is Correct. your L1B expiring? Uh, April 2023. You're still eligible for April 2023. L1Bs, right? Okay. So for this process, I just need to go to the DS160 and change it from L1B to L1A? Right. 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 And then okay. when you submit the documents, you submit the L1A. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Thank you. According to the Dropbox principles right now, the rules are that that if you do the stamping before December 31st, though, even if it's a change of status, you're still eligible for Dropbox. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, great. Great. Okay. So I just need to, once the approval comes through, I just need to change the L1A to sorry, L1B. Right. Next L1A. person, please. Next person, Thank please. Gayatri. Well, thanks for taking our call. 
Um, my priority date is May 2011, and it's filed in EB2. I just got my AOS application approved today. Um, thank you for all the advice along the way. My question What, what is the priority date you said? May 2011. Okay, you just got the green card. Okay, now, today, okay? Just today. So my question okay. is, my wife's a dependent. She hasn't got her green card yet, but it's an NBC. And my question is, if I end up losing my job, say in the next month That's or fine. so, you're good. It'll not affect that won't job. cause any that that won't cause any problem for your wife. Thank you. And you can switch the job too if you want to. Next person, please. Thank you. Gauri Shankar. Well, we got the good news in the new year already. <laughs> because it's uh, just first day of the year though. Gauri Shankar, go ahead. Gauri Shankar. I was on double mute. Uh, good afternoon, uh, Rahul Reddy. My question is about uh, 485 adjustment of status. I recently got uh, interview notice and uh, I'm with a different employer. Uh, my old employer filed my 485. Uh, I was with that employer back in 2018. My H1 renewal got denied, so I had to move to a new employer. Now, since mm -hmm. the 485 has been filed by that same employer where my H1 renewal was denied, do you mm -hmm. think I might get any questions based on... You might, get, you might get questions. You intend to join that company after you get the green card. Right. right. I intend to, uh, yes. That's it. And then get, get the letter from the employer that they... They intend to take it, though. And if you are okay. interested in, we can provide all the samples and we can do a mock interview, though. Um, yes, please. And yes. It, yeah, you can make an appointment with me. I'll do the mock interview. Okay. So is it like a general and consultation for the mock interview, or it's a, just a general consultation? But okay. before, I, before, when you book an appointment, though, what we do is that we send you all the general things what they ask and ask you collect all the documents. So you go through the regular things and then you will ask me questions and then we'll go through those things. Okay? Okay. Okay. Can, can, can my wife attend that uh, interview, uh, the 485 interview? Yeah, yeah. She's also the derivative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do both people. When you, in your, if you want your uncle also, you can be... You can be no, no, no. I'm talking about the actual 485 interview uh, that I will be having. So she... actual 485 interview, they didn't invite your wife, is right? No, she she wasn't. Her application is okay. in some other offices. I we don't know. I will take her. I will take her with you. They may not interview her. I will take her with you. Okay, thank okay. you. I take her with you, and they will not interview her. Maybe they will interview. Who knows? Okay. At the most, she will have to spend one or two hours outside the USCIS, which is worth for you to take her. Next person, please. Vinil. Hi, Rahul. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, my wife went to Mexico to switch from H1 to H4 uh, mm -hmm. using automatic revalidation. Um, mm -hmm. So on the way back at Florida, they, they made her wait for some time and verified and mm -hmm. gave her the passport back. On the passport, mm -hmm. there is no stamp, uh, admission stamp. We didn't find. Mm -hmm. But on the CBP website, I see her status being updated to H4. Um, mm -hmm. Her first name was wrong. Uh, wrongly entered. Okay, but when is that? When, what do you mean wrong? Explain it. Oh, in, instead of uh, like full, I mean, her name is Sri Devya and now it is Sri on the 
on yeah. on the i94 the i94 is expiring on that same day your h1 b is expiring yeah that's correct that's okay sure you're good i don't see any problem with that we need not update that uh, reaching cbb no you don't have to she's fine no need okay um, um so on the stamp i mean for typically they put the stamp right that is also not there it's not required that's fine sir you're fine okay. yeah it's not required next person anup anup yeah you need to unmute yeah hi i'm sorry hey rahul uh, thanks for picking uh, so i have a question and that is uh, any in your opinion so i am on h1b working uh, from uh, detroit michigan and i am also having a canadian pr okay i am planning to start the daily, daily commute uh, like kind of a 12 hour in us 12 hours in canada uh, the mm -hmm. question is related to my spouse h4 she is on h4 and she is staying with me on h4 ead uh the question is can she continue on h4 ead within us uh, and living in h4 status within us and i will be commuting kind of a daily is it is I it don't see do you see any i don't I, i don't see any problem in it oh, okay okay great uh, thanks thanks next person please nisarga hey rahul uh, so i am on my h1b right now uh, my two years of h1b is done and my employer just so filed for my extension uh i have a question i need to go i want to go for an mba so i want to switch to an f1 visa uh my question is if i switch to f1 visa continue my h uh, my mba and then can i come back to h1b without the lottery uh, uh you said you or... completed two years of the h1b visa right yes i did yeah when you come back you can come back but you will only get the rest of the six years in other words six years minus the amount of time you spend on the h1b and you will not be subject to cap got it um and uh, uh, thank you so much and i don't question to that is let's say if my uh, my firm here that i'm working on right now this is already in process of filing for my green card and uh, i should get a priority date uh, in a year or so so then if i get a priority date uh, and then i decide to go to f1 visa then come back on my h1b does my priority date stay the same it stays the same however okay, if you. you are going mm -hmm. out of the country for getting the h1b f1 stamp they may deny you okay so if i want to go to go for grad school for my mba i should be doing a change of status from h1b to F, f1 yeah if you, if you go if you have an i140 approval you go for stamping in india for f1 they may not grant it hmm okay got it um thank you and would you in this kind of case would you require uh, would you recommend a consultation with you or do you think this is a straightforward case uh, i can easily is, go for my what there is nothing there for you to consult though but i i don't know i'm not a big fan of mba why can't you do part time mba you're losing a 100000 dollar job and then going i don't know i'm not a big fan of yes. mba that is why this decision is hard for me the reason is uh, uh, again the value of mba part time versus full time and attending the school full time would be different I that's why value, i'm thinking i i don't value mbas at all <laughs> i, I don't okay. know that's my personal opinion next person please viraj hi uh, this is rohit 
Can you hear me? Go ahead, Rohit. Uh, yes. Um, so I have my priority date is uh, already um, uh, due in uh, 2011 May, uh, April or May. I don't remember the exact date. Uh, that is uh, that is the filing date of my uh, I-140, and it it is approved in February 2012. So in both the mm -hmm. cases, my 485 uh, adjustment of status that is green card is current. Uh, this I have not yet filed because my wife is not here. Um, if uh, my uh, if just in case I wanted to check with you, what is uh, uh, what what if my employer doesn't give me 485J? What are my options? Your priority date has been current for like two and a half, two years. That is my correct. question to you. What is what is going on with you? Well, I was in India and the whole, I just came uh, this, this April, uh, I mean, this year, April. Since 2020, so I was right in now, India. April to April to right now is 27 months. Yeah, uh, my wife was not here and I was not advised because uh, a few of the few of my colleagues. Uh, Why is your well, she, uh, she did not have visa and the dates were not available. But now she got the visa. No, she has just dropped. She has just um, submitted the document in the Dropbox, and she is waiting for um, approval. Most probably, it will be approved. So she should be here next week. So maybe, my question I'm is, a, mm -hmm. what do you mean, maybe? Uh, I hopefully that it uh, that will come true. I mean, uh, it takes almost ten to fifteen days, right? So I'm just hoping that uh, she yeah. would get. She so, would be here next week okay hopefully so she'll be here by end of this month so you filed the 485 you're doubting that your employer is not going to give the 485j why not yes uh, i don't know i mean i i have a gut feeling that she might he might not give but then you have to change to a different company and file a labor and i140 again okay if he doesn't give that 485j then I'd yeah mm -hmm. okay Board of the company and file a, uh, uh, I labor and I-140, okay? Okay, labor also I have to file again? Yes, you have to. Next person, please. Okay. But you'll get the priority date of 2011. That's the only advantage you get it. Okay, thank you. You get there? Hi, Rahul, sir. Um, thanks for taking my call. So my priority date is uh, October 2014. So I downgraded to... Uh, EB3 and uh, got my AP and EAD. And mm -hmm. I also refiled in uh, May 20 uh, this year. And I traveled to India and, and used my um, uh, AP of EB3 and uh, mm -hmm. I converted to um, EAD and my H1 is expired and I'm not using it. So in, in one of your uh, other calls, like you said, like it's better to apply for EB2, AP and uh, um, EAD because I didn't apply when I was uh, refiled. Like refiling. Yeah, my, go and uh, apply. EB2. Go and apply right now. Okay. Okay. So, can I like send both of them together? I'm sorry. Can, can I send like both AP and uh, EAD together in a one? Uh, one Absolutely. Envelope, or, you please? can. You can. Okay. 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 So, yeah. Thank you, sir. That's all. Ravin Shukla. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, good afternoon. This is Praveen. Uh, I had uh, filed my EB1C uh, in October last year. 
basically it was an upgrade from EB2 to EB1. EB2 mm -hmm. priority date was December 2018 and EB1 was filed uh, in October last year. So Was it approved? EB2 uh, was approved. EB1 is not yet approved, but I got the EAD. So my question was whether I should upgrade to premium because that option is available right now to priority process, premium Absolutely. processing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go ahead and upgrade. Don't use the EAD though. Okay. So my I'm currently on H1B. So that's something is already in the renewal process. Yeah. But, don't, uh, don't use the, Don't use the EAD. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Then. Next person, please. Shri. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my name is Sudha. Uh, I have a downgrade application from EB3 to EB3, EB2 to EB3. And then I got an RFE in August to submit 485G for EB2. I had a consultation with you. And after that, I have uh, already done the thing. On September 1st, RFE response was received. And then the dates went back. And uh, my date is exactly date? April 1st. April 1st, April 1st, 2012. Okay. So I don't know the uh, 485J is in fees received state. My case is with an officer uh, and it is 30 days now RFP response received. Uh, so I called USAS uh, uh, level to call. Your priority date is not current. Your priority date is not current. Don't contact. Okay. Okay. It so has to be the, a day before that, uh -huh. not on the same day. So will they honor the 60 day RFP response received time if they... If we get the date current in the next bulletin? You're speaking no such different thing. apple and oranges, ma'am. RFE oh, has already okay. responded. They already received the responses, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Where does the 60-day rule come in? Uh, a, a level 2 officer told me that when I called, he told me that your date is current and uh, you wait for 60 days because already 30 days is done. If it is your not done is not in current. next 30 days. He doesn't okay. know. Your date is not current. Okay. 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 Got it, sir. Got it. Yeah. Thank okay. you. That's it. Anybody has any questions, guys? If you're a newcomer, if you did not get a chance, please leave a message in the chat. In the first sentence, first word will be newcomer. And then please leave a chat. And then I'll try to answer as much as I can. Newcomer, if you're a newcomer, please. And put a newcomer and put a chat. And then I'll try to answer. Next person, um, please. Yeah, one quick question, one quick question, Rahul. If EB3 moves forward, for example, in the next bulletin, can I send them another tub letter saying that please uh, consider okay. an EB3? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, yeah. okay. Thank you. That's it. Next person, please. Lakshman. Um, hi, Rahul. I'm a newcomer. Thank you for asking. Thank you for taking a call with us. Um, uh, the question is uh, re related to, you know, um, concurrent visa, concurrent H-1B. Do you, uh, are there any issues with uh, concurrent uh, uh, H-1B in terms of visa stamping or uh, uh, process? Because my applica perm application is in uh, with uh, DOL for the Department of Labor. Um, we don't see any problem. The only problem with the visa stamping is every mm -hmm. time you come back, out from the country and come back into the country though. You will have to file a concurrently filed H-1B again. Because the CBP doesn't have a system to allow two employers to be given I-94 at the same time. Okay, so I don't need to carry the second employer, but only first employer. You carry all the time you carry. You first you go with the first employer, get the stamping. You come back mm -hmm. in. As soon as you come back in, they, they will file one more, I mean, uh, concurrent file. 
So every time you go outside the country, they have to file. Okay. If they are fine, there is no no issue no issue with the concurrent. I, no sir, no no okay. issues at all. And uh, one more question. So my uh, I have a uh, visa drop box next year June, uh, but uh, as per USCIS, I mean as per the um, latest rules, de- December twenty twenty two is the last date. Right? So, but I got the appointment. Will they still uh, drop box be allowed? Um, this is my my first H one B. Previously, you are an F one. And when is your stamping? Yes. uh stamping is in june 8th uh, next year uh but i, I we, don't, the... uh, we don't we don't know if they, uh we uh we don't know if they would allow it though okay we don't know if they would allow it for you to go for dropbox because as of now you can okay so they they going to cancel it then Mm-hmm. we don't know whether they're going to cancel it or once you go there they'll come for the interview we don't know what they'll do you can keep watching uh, our youtube we'll, we'll notify because a lot of these things when they go very near to the december 31st they'll say we'll continue it afterwards too okay 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 because there's yeah. too much pressure on there that they mm-hmm. can't do the uh, they can't do the uh, they don't have enough resources to do the personal interview they should continue but will they continue it I don't know. I don't know. They haven't told us yet. Okay, keep an eye. Okay, fine. One last question, sir. My wife got H one B H one B picked uh, from two employers. One employer did uh, you know change of status, and the other employee did uh, you know consular process. I don't know why they did it. I just got to know that uh, very recently. Is there any problem? But we are we want to go uh, one particular employer actually. Um, so just a question on that. If one if both are approved. um then can we choose any any one of them or uh, is there any problem so so case? both of them did the consular processing no one with consular process and one with change of status well then you are she is automatically going to change of status though oh okay if it doesn't matter which one we choose no she is automatically because when change of status becomes effective on the day it's approved okay we got rfe on that oh, yeah. so is not sure it well um i don't know why they do it though i don't know why they do the consular processing that is a stupid move okay. yeah i i i, I but I but, but if the change of status is approved she will be in change of status if the consular processing is approved she will have to go outside the country and get the stamping or she has to get the stamping again uh, she has to apply for the change of status again next person because i'm going to go to the yeah i'm going sure. to go to the Sure, sir. Uh, live questions that I'm getting in the in the message, guys. Ma Raghu Maladi, uh, newcomer, H1B transfer approved. Copy is not received. Raise the request uh, till now, and I have an appointment in Mexico. Can I go visa stamping with INA copy? Well, you can do one thing, um, though. You may want to get an online copy. You you can do the FOIA USCIS. and uh, you will get a copy of your i uh, h1b approval and you can take that for stamping but if it doesn't come on the proper timing i do not recommend that you travel uh deepu newcomer i am an h4 ed i'm working and my i got a new job recently my old employer want me to support for few hours can i work for multiple jobs yeah absolutely you're an h4 ed Yeah, you can work on 1099. That's fine too. No problem with it. 
no problem with it. I'm looking into any newcomers though. Kinzel, newcomer, as an extension of my earlier question, once we change job, 180 days after four, can I can the previous employer withdraw? Yeah, they can, but it won't have a negative impact. If it's already been approved, it won't have a negative impact for you. So no more newcomers. So I will go to the non-newcomers, guys. My uncle son has applied for 85AP together for my uncle and aunt in January and was no update yet. My aunt's mother is seriously ill. Uh, let them contact the lawyer though. Uh, I don't want to answer your cousins, parents. I don't know what those are. My um, AOS case moved from NBC to Hartford Connecticut. Uh, it is not my local office. That's okay. It happens. Uh, can I assume it will be avoided any interview? You, there's a good chance that there may be an avoidance of the interview though. Uh, but yeah, they can always move back to your local office and interview too. There's a good chance because it's moved to non-local office. That means that they won't interview. 90% chance they won't. Yeah, if you can get the date there in Toronto, you can get the things approved. There's nothing wrong with it. Just because you, you're on vacation in India doesn't mean it's a job loss now. Do I need to worry about my pending, this is for Ravi, do I need to worry about pending AOS? If I worked outside of USA for a few months during my last H1VP through same employer. Now, you, you should not worry, you're fine. Absolutely, I don't see any problem in that. Prashanti, newcomer, extension to my previous question, my I-485 dependent applicant is pending, but my spouse who is primary applicant got a green card. Can I use my AP and travel to India? Absolutely, you can. Uh, where should we start change of status of uh, aging out leads in college? Uh, we can recommend a lawyer by name, Sunita Kapoor. Our office doesn't do it. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be uh, tomorrow at 11.30. I did answer all the questions who are in newcomer space. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.